And then all of a sudden, it was like, holy crap. This video took off. It got up to like 9 million views. It's still, I think, on the internet. And then somebody else stole it, like copied it, stole it from us and put it on the internet and changed the back parts. Put out this YouTube video and 60 days later, it was like we were, we were over 60-something thousand dollars in sales. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast. I am here today with Mike Gowan from Make Once, which first of all is the sickest name and domain and branding for a course creation product I've ever seen. Genius. He is an absolute beast when it comes to courses. He's been doing it for over seven years now. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. And he's a beast. Uh, you know, worked with a ton of people, has a ton of his own products. He's getting into memberships now as well. So he's going to have a ton of knowledge bombs, a ton of advice to give to you guys. So Mike, Welcome to the podcast, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I, uh, you know, I, I look forward to things like this just because the more people figure this stuff out, the better their life actually really gets. I mean, when you wake up to this like whole online thing, it's like those so strap notifications. Well, man, yeah. on that on topic, tell us your journey then around you know that that transformation to you when you cracked you know selling products online. Yeah, the big thing came, I was selling cars and I just came out of high school and started selling cars. I was going to go to college, do that thing, but then I just started to go and I was like, this ain't for me. Um, <laughs> and so I started selling cars and then I learned in there, it was like, there was always this guy over in this glass office and he was like doing nothing and made more than everybody there. And I couldn't figure this part out. And I'm like, what, what is that guy doing? How is he working way less hours, but he's the one making all the money. So I started my journey kind of started, you know, discovering what that I was all about. And then a guy came in and he was selling basically how to fix your credit. It was, it was this, almost like this digital product then, you know, cause this is like 2004 or five. And, and this is the guy in the office. He's the guy in the glass office. Yeah. Well, so he sold cars with me and then yeah. he got fed up with it. And his dad had some kind of hook in with the Experian, Equifax and TransUnion. And they found there was this loophole that if you, you know, challenge somebody's credit if they didn't get back to you with like pertinent information saying that they have the ability to get that taken care of, they could take that off your credit report. So, you, so they had to like prove with like documentation that they could actually get that from you. And so I was like, well, people need credit to buy cars. And so he was like my little ace in the pocket. And after I found him, I would pay him like 300 bucks to get a deal done. And then 30 days later, I would have all these people coming back and they could buy cars. Well, like this third month, I think it was selling cars. I sold like 28 used cars and I won this like contest in Arizona at the time. And I was like the best selling used car salesman. I, I never sold cars in my life, right? Like I didn't yeah. even know what I was doing. I was just some, everybody called me Kansas because I had this like Kansas accent and I was just having fun and selling cars, but it was because I could get people's credit done. So there it clicked in my mind, like, wow, oh. there's these services that, you know, you can pay for that. It may not be this tangible thing that you hold in your hands, but, you know, there's these little things that could happen online. So we started a business called Confirm My Credit way back in the day. And I drove around with this little magnet on the side of my car. Sick. And, like I had this nice. tiny little car. <clears throat> OG advertising. Because I had got my... Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. like, that was my, that was my, you know, that was advertising. Nice. And I just drove around to any building where they used credit to get people's deals done. And so we started getting sales done. And then it was all of a sudden it was like, well, we need people on the phone. 
So then we got people on the phone and I got with a friend of mine and he had a warehouse (laughs) and I needed space. So we started selling on the phone and he goes, man, and my buddy was always, he, he never worked that much either. And he had this like M5 BMW and I'm like, I'm messing something up here. I'm, I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Like can't, you know, can't make much money. I'm, I'm making a little bit, you know, I'd, I'd have these big wins and then I'd lose it all and kind of thing. And he was selling these products online, these like uh, supplements. And he's like, man, you're so good at selling on the phone. He goes, man, can you help me sell these products? So we start selling products and we build up this. I'm at, I'm like 20, I'm like 21 now or something at this point. And we've got like 30 people on the phone just calling health food stores trying to sell our products. And I told him, I was like, man, there has got to be a better way than this. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I don't know, man. He's like, it's just because people were, you would, every day it was like people were quitting. You're signing them up. It was just this, the sales call, it call sales, you know, it was like phone room. Like it just, we literally, here's your bus pass money, get the next person. Here's your bus pass. It was just so crazy. So I was like, let's look at the internet. And so we, Google was the internet. And so we just started looking at all this stuff and we started building websites and we started building funnels, but we didn't know they weren't called funnels then. And, and it was like, this is like 2006 or seven now. And we just built this website and I was trying to figure out this website thing and I just went nuts on it. And I just had books everywhere, like anything I could find on internet stuff. And, you know, I found the Brendan Burchards and I found all these guys, you know, and, and I started getting into that and seeing this digital product world, you know, like, oh my God, like the digital product blueprint by, you know, Brendan and all these things. And one thing led to it next. And basically we created this video. It took us like two and a half weeks to make this YouTube video. And it was to sell this product because before we were selling to health food stores, then they would sell to the customer, right? So we would make, you know, like a little bit of money off of the wholesale deal. And it was still good. I mean, it was still okay. We're living in a warehouse. I'm sleeping under my desk in a sleeping bag. I've got basically nothing. I've got a dented up old Jeep and he's got like two BMWs and all this stuff. So it was cool. You know, we would take that car to go eat and stuff like that. (laughs) But so I was like living this like, half a dream type thing, you know? And finally though, we, we put up this, this video and literally we made it in keynote. It took us like two and a half weeks and we explained our product. We're like, here's the problem. Here's the solution. Here's how it works. And then buy our product. And we're like, I hope this works because we were running out of money. We stopped doing the wholesale thing just because it was a headache and we had a few big accounts. And then all of a sudden, it was like, holy crap, this video took off. It got up to like 9 million views. It's still, I think, on the internet. And then somebody else stole it, like copied it, stole it from us and put it on the internet and changed the back part. So, it, And we didn't even care because we shut the company down. But we went from like no money coming in, put out this YouTube video, and 60 days later, it was like we were, we were over 60-something thousand dollars in sales. Wow. And that was it. Uh, from there, yeah, it was like, okay, okay yeah. internet, figured it, you know, create sales videos, create webinars, create little micro courses, generate leads, and everything was just downstream from lead generation. Mm-hmm. So that was it. And then I started making courses because, of course, like people were like, well, how did you do that? You know, and that's where it went. I mean, nice. so. So what's your current setup in terms of offers? Like, you got a membership, you got coaching, you got your own courses. So I know you've got a lot, but explain kind of what that, you know, 
product or, or, or portfolio suite looks like. I think of it as a portfolio, you know? Yeah, so yeah. really right now, it's just primarily the membership that I want to build up. I want to get to 10,000 people in the membership. It's $97 a month. You know, so that's a million a month. That's kind of the goal. You know, I've always wanted to like hit that threshold there. But we've got like 306 members in there now or something like that. And I've built it all organically. And I really haven't built it that hard, to be honest with you. But what we got is it's a membership area and you get two weekly Q&A calls with me. And then I record those and I put those in the back of the membership area. Then there's like a nine pillar program in there. It's like a foundations course. So everybody's on the same page when they come in. So when we get on the calls... Cool. We're all on the same page and, you know, everybody Sick. knows what's going mm-hmm. on. And then there is the community, which is awesome because people are in there helping each other. Hey, can you help me look at my offer? Hey, this and that. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. As it expands here every month, you know, there's going to be a new workshop where I'm adding new trainings back there. But, you know, the, and then, you know, I used to do really high ticket stuff like $10,000 things and, you know, work with people a little bit more exclusively. And, and I would do two, $3,000 a month retainers. And, and then I got out of that too. Cause I had an agency for a while. Cause I didn't know what to do. It was like, I didn't know how to like really create the course at first. So I started like, I think everybody kind of rolls into this like agency done for you thing. Right. And I got a bunch of like liquor store clients and massage parlors and you name it, like the most auction houses, people. I mean, if you sold something, but mostly it was, they sold you know, it was a liquor store, they sold alcohol or they, you know, they sold massages or facials or, and so I just went door to door with this cheap suit that I bought from like JC Penney's is like a hundred dollars. It wasn't even a full suit. It's just the jacket. And I think I got it on sale cause I was like scraping dollars, you know? And I just walked around to all these little strip malls and I'm like, Hey, I see you're on Facebook, but you're not posting. I can do that for you. You know, my first client, I think, was $70 a week. <laughs> and that was huge. I was like, I got it, you know, because I, I had left the other business and did that. But then it was like, the more clients I got, the less time I had. And then it was like, this sucks. And then I was making money, but it was like so nerve wracking in the brain. It was like, man, because I was switching from liquor stores to facials to selling cars to all this stuff that I was helping these companies do. And then I was like, all right, I, I, I got to quit this. And, you know, I I actually found Sam Ovens and got his accelerator and up-level program. And then that was, that was it. I was like, okay. So anyway, from there, I went high ticket. And then the high ticket thing, the reason I changed over to just the membership is because I didn't want to be on the phone all the time. And I didn't want to have to manage a team. And I didn't want to have all these cogs and all these working pieces. I was like, I just want to make you know, high six, seven figures after everything. And I want to work with my specific group of people. And I just want to work really hard and help them get results, help them figure this thing out and find their footing and do this. And so I went to the membership model. And then I got sick and tired of running ads, which I'm not against ads. Okay. I still, you know, I'll, I'll run ads like no problem, but I, I was tired of the Facebook accounts getting shut down, all this stuff. So I was like, I'm going to build this organically. And then I seen these big, huge YouTube channels. I'm like, how are they? I was like, if I could get that amount of traffic organically, I would, I would be, there would be just Rolls Royces falling out of the sky. You know what I mean? Which that's not the goal, but I mean, seriously, some of these guys have such crazy traffic. Yeah. And it's not even just traffic. It's like traffic of people who watch four hours of you. 
and trust you, right. you know, and are ready. So it's like completely different. You know what I mean? Hardcore um, brand built that, relationship. Yeah, oh, built. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, it, it's like you've had basically like 10 webinars. You're not selling a product, but you know, it, it, it's, it's, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ty Lopez even talks a lot about that. And, and like, I kind of hate it because I love like, you know, quick conversion, short VSL, remove friction, get the purchase really direct response. And then you hear a stat where it's like, oh, you know, average people need to listen to like seven to 10 hours, which totally makes sense. I know that there's different buyers, but these YouTube guys, man, like. I think at the end of the day, having a solid brand organically and having that brand out there, I don't think anything is better than that. I don't think anything can be, I don't think there's an ad platform. I don't think that there's some sort of. I think that that is the most pure thing. Look what it does to so many people, right? And that, like The Rock, he went to a billion with tequila, you know, and all the, like he he had nothing to do with tequila before other than he liked it, you know, and it's like because of the brand, right? And so to me, I just, that's kind of the big thing that we push, right? It's like build yourself up organically, get consistent. You're going to have to do something no matter what in terms of whether you're running ads or your team's running ads or, or you're, it doesn't matter what, you're going to have to do some sort of content regardless, somehow. And if you get to me, it's like when you stop running ads, the ad goes away. But if you're putting out a solid YouTube video, it stays out there working for you forever. Damn. Yeah. 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 So to me, yeah. And so this was the big, this is a little aha to take away for like whoever's watching. One of the bigger things that happened in me was when I first got into like doing content and I'm fair, I, I still would say I'm extremely like fresh on just purely content because I used to be running like a thousand to three thousand dollars a day in Facebook ads. And that was the big thing, like Facebook ads, retargeting on Google, showing up banners, clicking, going to a VSL funnel. They opted in, got a lead, followed up with them until they died or buyed. You know, and then they, we would send, you know, that typical thing, get a phone call, get on a Zoom, 45 minute sale, boom, the Sam Ovens funnel, right? So, or whoever, you know, Dan Kennedy, all of them, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm getting goosebumps when you're talking about it. It excites me, you know, all those words. Yeah, I love, I would, I mean, I will go to that. If my family was taken at ransom, it, I'd run a VSL funnel. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, I'd run the four page funnel, book a call, get on a call, high ticket sale, get the money, let's go. But, uh, and, and, and truly, I don't know, webinars and little micro courses and just four page, two page funnels, I, nothing, I don't know anything that's going to beat that, but I've never had a gigantic, awesome organic brand. So I can't fully say that that's the ultimate best way. But what, what I can say, and, and something that people can take away is I used to be the guy and I still am, I'm like phasing out of this more, but I was like teaching how to and tactics and things like that because I thought, well, that's what people want. They want to know how to do something. So when I'd create content, I could get views because people are like, ooh, how to tactics, that kind of stuff. And that's great when somebody's already paid you. But if you want somebody to buy something from you, they have to believe that they can actually do it or they're not going to buy. So instead of creating content that was more like tactical, one, two, three, ABC, and you can do some of that step by step, I've changed from trying to be in the spotlight to actually being the spotlight. And what that really means to me is 
instead of trying to look like this person that knows a bunch of stuff and you think that what's going to get people to buy things, instead for me, it is now like I need to help people have light bulb moments. I need to have people going, oh, I get it now. I can actually, I see how that works. I can actually do that. That that makes sense. And three things that, that I've found so far that occurs when you're creating content. There's things that you're for. There's things that you're against. And then you have these flaws. See, in the early, in the beginning, I wanted to be this like, you never shared the flaws. You never shared that stuff because you you were you were trying to get sales. You wanted people to be like, "Oh, he knows his stuff. He, she knows what she's doing." You know th- that person. They don't. You know. But what happens there is you become unrelatable. You don't relate to people. So when you see like a, a Grant Cardone with his helicopters and jets and billions of dollars of real estate, you go, "Of course that guy can do it. Look at that guy. I'm not that guy. I can't do that." But everybody that's you're going to be your actual customer, they're not that. So you have to get in the boat with them. You have to relate to them. And they got to see that, wow, you're screwed up too. You're messed up like me. And you were able to do it. I can do this. So you have to add, that's how you build. There's like, there's a brand where, there's like brand where some people think it's like colors and and your logos and all that stuff. And then there's like a money brand, (laughs) a brand where it's the people are following you because they relate to you and they see that you can do this and there is a system. And if you understand this and you follow this, you can do it. Kind of like, here's what Headspace, have you heard of Headspace, the meditation app? Mm -hmm. So they were just trying to sell things, right? And it it wasn't, they started out and they were trying to sell this, you know, this meditation app and everything. What really turned it around for them is they created demand, right? So there's like these supply and demand tensions that you have to set up, okay? So if you go to the theme park uh, or, you know, roller coaster park or whatever, you know, like Six Flags or whatever, if you see that there's a roller coaster and there's a huge line outside of it, you know that it's what? Probably a good line. Or a good ride. And, and you can see that because there's people lined up. So how do you create that with your own business, right? Even if you're just a little, little person that nobody knows about. Well, you can create a wait list. And you can say, I've got this thing that's coming. And I want it to be perfect for you. Jump on this wait list. Answer a few questions so that when you get the thing, it's perfect for you. And now all of a sudden, they can't just have it, Right. And it's this thing where they're going to get first dibs when the ride opens. Other people can now see that they're, you know, you can't just have it. And so you can create more exclusivity. You can create more, you can manufacture demand. And if you've got a brand where you're going out there and you're getting people's attention by actually just sharing principles with them and helping them believe that they can actually do a thing, you get them on a wait list. They answer some survey questions for you. You find out, they tell you exactly what they want, like a waiter at a restaurant. You tell them what they want, they cook it, they bring it to you, you pay for it and tip them. So if you can figure this out, if you can create a a wait, I think everybody should have a wait list. Hey, I've got this thing coming that I'm doing. Um, I want to make it perfect for you. 
join the wait list and the first people on the wait list, they're going to get this bonus and this exclusive prize for the first three or four days when we open. And then I'll open it up to everybody else. And so you can test anything. You might be somebody sitting there right now going, oh, I want to settle. I want to sell a course. Uh, I want to sell a membership program. But you're like, uh, you know, what am I going to sell? Who's going to buy my thing? Just say, hey, in 30 days from now, I'm launching this new thing called, you know, the membership flywheel formula or something. And, you know, I, I'm going to be releasing it. It's normally going to be $47. But if you guys join my wait list, I'm going to give it to you guys first for 37 or 27 right? And then when they join the wait list, you ask them some questions like, hey, you know, what are you wanting to learn? What are you challenged with? You know, how can I help you? What is the main thing you'd want to get out of something like this? And they're literally telling you exactly what to cook. And so during this period of when you're going to open it up, you can get people excited about it. Oh, we put new paint on it. It's faster. You know, it rolls perfect. You're just saying back to them exactly what they said they wanted. Yeah. So they're like salivating for this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demand out of thin air. You got a real solid lead. Yeah. 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 You know what to say in your content. Mm -hmm. There's hype, there's demand, and there's urgency. And then, like you said, they're giving you everything. So, in the emails, when you run the ads, adding, you know, you can create the product based on their feedback. It's in. So, the product becomes perfect. Your marketing becomes perfect. You know what stories to share. You know what principles to talk about. You're building something up, and now you've got people waiting for it. So, when it opens up, it sells. Now you have that story. Urgency, scarcity as well. Yeah, it's built in. You've got to have it. And now you've got the perfect thing. You tested it. You got a signal before the sale. So you got some signal that people actually want this thing now. Now you know I can go build this thing. If someone like already has a product, would you say like literally kind of scrap it, put it in the back burner and then put a wait list for it or kind of keep it live and, and just think of another product for the future and do the wait list now? So the powerful thing about this is in the background, people that are on your email list. So just imagine this for a moment. You've got people, you're putting out content on your favorite social platform. Usually the one you're consuming on is the best one for you to be producing on. Interesting. Yeah. And because you know how it goes. You know, all the social medias are just like, to me, they're just like pubs out there, right? Each one of them, they all have the same thing going on with just a little bit different folks. Different in crowd. One, you know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's yeah, a sports yeah. pub. That's a, you know, cool guy pub. That's a pool mm-hmm. hall. You've got those things going. It's, it's all social media. Is find the one you like the mm-hmm. best and you'll know how to act because you've been acting in it. So anyway, you're doing that. You're putting out content. You're, you're helping people have these light bulb moments about things, mm-hmm. okay? By just sharing stories, random stories from your mm-hmm. life with a principle behind it. And you can just share that. And people go, oh, he's like me. You know, when you share normal stories, because people have normal lives, nobody's flying around on jets, okay? So when you're talking about that, they're like, oh, yeah, that's cool and everything. But uh, And that's why I created, that's why I'm working on this product. Now, if you've already got a product, so the first time you launch, that's easy. You know, you can do the founders, put up a wait list, founding members get this price and a bonus, da, da, da. But now what? What if I've already got a product and I want to use this strategy? I want to create demand. Because it doesn't matter. It does not. You can have the crappiest hot dogs in the world. But when the football game gets out afterwards and people are starving, you could have crappy hot dogs and you will sell all of them. I've seen this so many times at at, at games. Mm -hmm. So you want to create that supply demand tension and you can manufacture demand. Supply doesn't matter. You've got to create demand. Okay. And you can manufacture demand. Okay. You can make demand by Mm -hmm. holding it out. Okay. Now, Mm -hmm. you said, well, what do I do if I've already got a course? Well, instead of being able to give a founding member's price or 
something like that, you can say, hey, I'm getting ready to re-release my program because we've made it better. We've made things, we've got things in the works that are going to make this so much better. And I want to include a very new bonus that I'm going to be offering only to people that join the wait list. So you just relaunch and you should do this every, say, 60 days or so. You're relaunching with new bonuses. And so you create a wait list for this new workshop or bonus that you're going to be adding to it. And then you get people hyped up and excited for two, three weeks. And then you open the to the VIP list, the people that joined your wait list. You open up to them for three or four days. Then you open up to everybody else for the other, say, eight to ten days. And then it closes again. It goes away. I don't know when we're going to reopen it again. And you literally close the program. Okay, so what? how are you going to make money in the next 60 days until you relaunch again? Well, all the people that are joining your list in the background you can have evergreen deadline funnels running. So when they join, you can be like, hey, I noticed you joined the wait list and you didn't get started, you know, for whatever reason. Hey, that's totally cool. Here's a free workshop I want to send you to. And then at the end of that workshop, you can say, you know, we've had some spots open up or, um, you know, I've decided I want to open up to bring in a few more people. And, but it's, and I want to I want to give you this special bonus since you didn't get in at that bonus. I've got this other bonus. So you've always got something that you can wager to allow them, give them a reason why they can come in every single day. So you have people joining three to five, maybe 10 people joining every day. And then every 60 days, you have this big onslaught of 30, 40, 50 members joining or whatever, right? And the, Or course sales, or you could do this for getting podcasts, everything. Create demand and then get them really excited about it by just sharing what it is and, and what you're going to do and then have a period where they can buy it and when they can't. Porsche does this beautifully. Every single year, they'll make a very special edition 911 and it'll have just its own features. It'll, it'll be one of a kind. Every single year they do this. You can look in history and they'll usually make less than a thousand units of it. Usually it's like 911 units for the 911 or 992 units for the version of it. And it'll be usually a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars more expensive. And they'll sell out all of them, but you have to be on a list and you have to be a previous 911 owner to even get access to it. So they create this Rolex does this. Anybody that's crushing it, when the iPhone comes out. Every year, the Xbox, the game, they build up a wait list and demand, and then they open the hatch, and it just, and then it fizzles out, and they build up the next demand, boom, Glastonbury. Every single year, you, there's one day a year you can buy tickets for it, and there's only so many tickets available, so they'll build up hundreds of thousands of people that want these tickets, and then they'll tell people, listen, that we have hundreds of thousands of people on this wait list but there's only a thousand tickets available or 20,000 tickets available. We're going to open it up tomorrow and they'll sell out in an hour. And then all the people that are on this list now, they can sell them any concert that's happening in between. So there's still daily sales happening, but it, now they're, they're like, oh, well, we didn't get that one, but this is cool. How many times have you tried to go order, you try to get in a restaurant and they're like, ah, oh, sorry, reservations are full and you go to the next best thing. 
this is human behavior. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't really book at too many fancy places yet. Maybe um, I haven't hit your, your level of scale yet. It's not even fancy. Even. I mean, if, if you go to LA and you just want to go get a cheeseburger, first off, to, to get a mile and a half in your car in LA is like a half an hour. You might as well walk. And then to get in, it might just be a hole-in-the-wall pizza joint, but it's booked because there's just so many people. Yeah, you see I wanna, how this works. Yeah, though? no, it, it it does. I want to dive into some like like practical stuff on this because like this is really really interesting. And I know like urgency is like you know one of the most powerful human emotions ever. And this kind of like like what you were talking about, you know, supply demand, um, urgency, scarcity, weightless stuff for an evergreen funnel or for someone who doesn't have like an audience yet or or a, a big list yet. Have you ever tried creating this kind of you know urgency scarcity with ads? Obviously, you know, you can do it for, for a single launch, but can you do, can you treat like scarcity and urgency on evergreen with paid ads if you don't have kind of, you know, like a big brand yet? 100%. There's three types of wait lists that you can do. Okay. There's workshops. All right. So you can do something like all the time with your ads. You can always have a simple funnel. It's usually just two pages. You've got the opt-in page and then the next page that has the, the gift on it. Okay. And you can say something like, um, so give me an example of maybe uh, a niche that that you're in or somebody that you know is in. What ticket would you want the price point? Does it matter? Or, or what type well, of like? I would, I, for something like a workshop, just you can do it for free. If you have no, if you have no audience and, you, and, you're running, and you're running ads, the next page, I would keep it like under $47. I'd keep it between like, you know, twenty-seven to forty-seven dollars. If you're going to be doing a low-ticket type thing, and these are this is more for lead generation, paying off your ads because you're going to have to pay your ads off if you're running ads. Otherwise, you need to be going live. The next best thing from ads is go if you're doing organic, is going live. It starts out slow, but if you're consistent with it and you let people know, hey, every day at eleven o'clock Central Time, I'm going live on whether it's TikTok or YouTube. Just pick a platform that goes live and start going live on it. And start talking, start giving people aha moments, okay? And then when you're selling, you know, something that's uh, maybe between, like I said, $47 is a magic number. 47 67 and 97 these are magic numbers, okay? Yeah, it's, it's so funny. We've got so many products, like, in that price frame. Even my own ones, it's uh, just yeah, something about it. Yeah, and the thing is, is, like, you... You want to have something that's more high ticket at some point, and especially in the beginning, because you need those big payoffs to get the ball rolling. And, you know, the high ticket, I, I think high ticket starts around $2,000. Okay. But let's bring this back here into creating something like this. If you have no list, you have nothing. Okay. You can do, let's say that you are uh, teaching people how to create funnels. Okay. Something like that. So you can you can run ads to something that is a free workshop, okay? And this might be a 7 to 20 minute video of a workshop that you're just you're creating a video showing somebody how to do something, okay? Pretty simple. So you would run an ad that says, "Hey, here's an introduction to funnels, how you can start generating leads faster and easier than ever before. Join this waitlist and uh, in a few days, we're going to be doing this workshop. This can all be automated so that it releases every time they get in. It's like a deadline. System.io is a great place. I'm not 
you know, I'm not trying to like promote them or anything, but you can use their system for free and it has deadline funnels built into it. It has, I mean, it's amazing. It's an amazing program and it's free. And even for like 27 bucks more, but it gives you your, it gives you everything. And I've been using it. It's a beautiful thing. Like, um, and I was a huge affiliate for click funnels and all these other things. And like, it's, you know, it's a great program. Anyway, you're getting people, everything is, everybody needs to know that everything is, is downstream from lead generation. You can tell the health of a business by how many leads are generating every day. That, that's the number one, like, you know how you check somebody's pulse, see if, how, how, how they're doing? That's how you check the pulse of a business is you just look at the lead generation. Because you have to become a lead before you can become a sale. I have to know, like, and trust you before I'm going to buy something from you. This is just the typical thing. And if somebody just becomes a lead and buys right away, somebody else already warmed them up for you. Okay. So don't get, don't get jaded or confused here. Leads are the number one thing that you need to do. For every thousand leads, you're going to make about 10 to 50 sales if you're selling something that solves a problem that people are trying to solve. Okay. This is the basis of this. But you can do workshops. So you can do, you can have a discussion group. Hey, I've started this group. It's free. And we, all we talk about in there is funnels and how do you, it's got to be a specific cut cut the you know just a one topic that you're teaching people here's how to teach your dog to sit a discussion group just on teaching dogs how to sit roll over you know jump over something so it's got to be very specific you can start a discussion group or you can do introduction events okay here's an introduction to funnels let me show you uh, how to get thing that you want faster easier better they can join that or it can be, like I said, a free workshop where you're like, here's, are you ready to start creating funnels? Answer these 10 questions and find out. Okay. So there's like a little quiz that you can do. And that system.io thing has the perfect like quiz, everything. It has everything that you need for free. I'm not even joking. Like it blows my mind that this program gives you like, it's amazing. Like, you know, what... <laughs> what it does. I can't even believe that it offers all this for free, but anyhow, that's what you need. You need to start generating leads. You need to start generating demand. You need to start getting survey questions answered instead of guessing what people want. Well, I don't know if people would buy it. Well, I would do that, but what do I sell? Okay. Well, what are you into? What do you like? What are you good at doing? Start there and then build a, build a wait list, do a quiz, get some signal, You've got to get signals before. Look at the Tesla truck. They haven't bought, they have not even, they're just starting to build this thing three years later. Right when it came out and they had that thing on stage and Elon went up there and they threw that ball at it and it broke the window, (laughs) right? Probably made them more money. You know what I mean? Right, okay, because it was like, oh, big ha-ha on them, you know? So it it went viral, okay? So, but it was like, hey, if you want first dibs on these things when they come out, so they made a model, they made a blueprint of it, and like an architect, they don't just create blueprints and build the thing and then be like, hey, do you want to buy this? Boy, they'd go broke, wouldn't they? They build a blueprint, a schematic, a perfect demo of it, and then they say, who wants it? And then they build it, just like a course. You would never build a course and then try to sell it. You would build the blueprints for it. Show us an example. 
show us a blueprint, show us the example, and then build a wait list and get signal that indicates that people actually want this thing. So that's what they did with the Tesla truck. They put it on stage. They said, look what it can do. Look what it's going to do. Look at this thing. Oh my gosh. Hey, if you want first dibs on this thing, if you want this thing, it's a $100 deposit and you're going to get, just like a wait list, VIP list, you're going to get first dibs on the first ones that come out and get manufactured. In a single month, they had over a million people give them $100, which gave them the funding to go to the bank and say, hey, We've got a we've got a million people that just gave us a hundred dollars saying they want one of these things. Can we borrow billions of dollars to build this gigafactory so that we can now produce them? And three years later, now they're gonna launch this thing and it'll be probably the highest selling vehicle, you know, ever for a little while. And then guess what? People will be like, Oh yeah, it's a Tesla truck. And then something new will come along. Here, here goes the repeat, right? So if you're brand new and you've got an idea and you don't know if it's going to sell, don't be silly and go build something and waste all this time and energy and money and just to find out nobody wants it. Get some signal first, get some feedback, and then sell it. So create a model of it, a blueprint. What's in it? What's it going to do? What can it do? Show us. You know, Get people to opt in and tell you what they want. And all your marketing will be built right there. All your follow-up emails, you'll know what to say because they'll tell you everything. And now you've got signal. And if a bunch of people are going, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, oh, man. Okay, now let's go. Now let's go. Let's start. Build it up. Hey, we're getting ready to launch. Don't be late. I'm only opening up the window for so long. And now you've made that initial boom and you can really start You can really start going now. You know? Totally, Yeah. That's amazing. And I love it. Like how you're the way you time things in the funnel, A, saves you a ton of time, but it creates like all these like psychological effects of like supply, demand, urgency, scarcity, um, you know, waitlist. I think that's awesome. Like you said, in, instead of just going for the sale, I'm keen to hear some stories, man. You know, you've been in the game for ages and obviously like you're still in it. So, can you tell us around any of you know the, the craziest funnels or, or, or products or, or months or launches that you've done over the years that are highlights of your journey? Yeah, I mean, one of the coolest times was actually right before COVID. And I, when I did my high ticket thing, I actually worked with martial arts business owners. And yeah, because they, they were doing like flyers, like that was their big marketing scheme was you know, what color of paper you used for your flyers, right? And they were just giving away everything for free and they couldn't get people to stay and all this stuff. So I was like, okay. And I took martial arts myself. So I had like a connection with it at that level. I could at least show pictures of me doing martial arts and that would connect me with them. And I was relatable. Okay. And so uh, I started showing them how to basically create funnels and drive traffic to them and do retargeting. That was the big thing, retargeting, because people would come in and then they would leave and then they couldn't talk to them again. So doing retargeting was was killer. And retargeting is amazing. I mean, it is probably one of the most powerful things, you know, because people do. They need they need seven to to ten hours with you. You know, they needed eleven to twenty touch points before they're gonna, you know, whatever, right? Buy from you. So uh, we started running a retargeting campaign and I, and during COVID, I was just teaching them how to get students in the door so that they could teach it. Well, then COVID hit and they couldn't 
teach in the doors anymore. So all these places were either going to go out of business or they had to pivot. And so that's when I really started to teach online courses because I was like, all right, well, listen, you don't have a choice. You can't teach in person. So you're going to have to teach some other way. And so I started helping them set up like live Zooms to do that. I helped them. Yeah, I started set, helping them set up how to sell courses. I was like, people buy martial arts books to learn martial arts. You're going to be in a video, right? <laughs> You're at least going to show them. So I started running campaign to teach that. And we were charging, I was actually charging $5,800 uh, a pop to do that. And the month that we started releasing that, and I started talking about that, and I was running the craziest Facebook ads. Like I was, it's kind of bad actually, but I had to be polarizing. I had like pictures of like, martial arts guys that look homeless like holding up a sign like you know feed uh, me because they're both they're it was crazy but they laughed about hey, it. they hey, actually yeah, loved nice, it like man. people wanted you know because they they were feeling that but that month we did like 150 grand uh and that was one of my first like big months that i had you know it was like whole oh, like i'd made more in a month than i'd ever made in a year you know and then it was like it was amazing to see those numbers but it i didn't feel drastically different but I did know that, oh, this is actually possible. Like, it was just a number in the account. And yeah, you know, you felt this sense of, wow, I did something really abnormal. But it, what was crazy was it just it allowed me to know that it, it is real. So a lot of people, you know, they see these numbers. And what's neat about money is this. I used to have this, like, feeling of like, you know, when you're growing up, money's the devil and it ruins all things and, you know, more money, more problems and all these things. But then I realized like the only way to get money is by solving problems. So therefore, the more money I have, the more problems I've solved. So this became really interesting to me. It was like, I want to be extremely rich because then that means I've helped lots of people and you can help more people rich than you can poor you know, I had this like epiphany and it was just like, ah, and it drove me even more, you know, and some of the other crazy stories, I don't know how crazy they are. I, I just know that it's interesting when you start to generate leads for people. We had a, a little tiny boutique like facial place and we put together a simple lead generation campaign for them and they generated, you know, like hundreds of leads a day doing this. And it like, they allow, they were allowed to open a new location and I'm talking like quickly. I've had mm -hmm. martial arts schools that they had all this staff and then they put up a simple funnel and started running some basic Instagram ads and they've been able to open several locations and and like just because of leads. And yeah. everybody's like trying to think of all these sales tactics and all these, just generate so many leads that you don't know what to do with them. Yeah. And just yeah. now all you got to do is ask them what they want and feed them. Yeah. I feel like I've been so focused on removing friction from the front end, right? In terms of getting an opt-in and going straight for either, you know, a, a purchase or a call booked where I, I'm missing, you know, for the agency, even some of the funnels that we're running potentially as well, where it's like, I want to, you know, re remove as much friction as possible and just get them on the calendar because, you know, leads fall through and things like that. But you know, a lead is a lead for the next three, four, five, six, seven years. And if you have their number and their email, you know, you're going to be fine, right? Like it's very hard to, to put you out of business if you have an email list. If you have an email list, 
and you email them, you know, there, there's a framework. It's like when you create emails, th- just think of emails as money. So if, if you have a ton of email, imagine this, right? So imagine you're walking down the street, you bump into this person and they're like, hey, I've got this really great opportunity where you can 100x your money, but you've got to have money to invest to do it. Well, think of your emails like that. The more emails that you have, the more people you have on an email list, when an opportunity comes along, you can create an offer, get signal from them, and you can thousand X your money. So having a ton of leads, like generating leads, people get this all. And now it's not just generating a lead like, hey, opt in for something silly. It's you want a good quality lead, but you really want to focus on getting a lead and then doing what? Becoming somebody that they know, like, and trust. Because the moment somebody knows, likes, and trusts you, you can start a tequila company and make billions of dollars. Nobody even considered The Rock being connected to to tequila, ever. And now it's the fastest growing tequila brand on the planet because they put somebody in there that everybody knows, likes, and trusts and he does what? Normal things. He has, if you, I'm using him as an example because he's this, you know, star in the sky that made it. But if you go look at his Instagram, this big, burly, tough guy, you know, that's shaved his head and all this stuff. And, you know, he's the rock, you know, his daughter's putting makeup on him, drawing on his head, pouring stuff, normal, normal, down to earth, relatable. Yeah. Kids are good PR team for sure. It's just, yeah, but think about this. Anybody can do this with emails. What if you offered something? You Let's say you know something. Hey, you know how to create podcasts, obviously. Yeah, I'm here. So you, you know how to do that. Hey, introduction to podcasts. How to start a podcast and get it running faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Free introduction event. Boom, they opt in. The moment they opt in, hey, answer these few questions for me and I'm going to make the event extra special because I'll know exactly what you want. Boom. Now you're generating leads. They're giving you signal about what they want. Perfect. Now you can do the event and they can buy something from you. Okay, cool. It can be something simple. People buy wine and whiskey all the time for 40, 50, 60 dollars all the time. Every day. Every day, all the time. That's a normal day for you and your friend going to Starbucks. 40 bucks. That's like two drinks and a sandwich for each of you. You know, it's like, you know, this is normal stuff. And it, it, I know maybe where you're at, it's, it's you know, different pricings, but it's the same. You can, it's, it's all related. It's all, you can make it relative, right? But here's the thing. If you generate leads and then every day, like you're friends with your best friend because you talk to them all the time. So people that you don't talk to all the time, you just hear from them here and there. They're, you're not very close to them. You're not very connected to them. But the people that you know everything about, the people that the shows that you love, what you watch them every night, you watch them every day. So why wouldn't you email somebody on a list? They they literally said, "Here's my contact information," and then you don't contact them. Every day you should be sending out something, just a little simple story about your life. Say so you hook them in. Here's what happened in my life today, and then share some sort of principle that they can take away from it. Help them have that aha moment. You know, I was talking with a guy at a coffee shop and, you know, what a guy at a, uh, how a guy at a coffee shop helped me blow up my business or something. 
how drinking a cup of coffee with a stranger helped me blow up my podcast. Well, that's an interesting subject line. Open it up. I was, I was walking into a coffee shop and this random stranger looked over at me, smiled and said, hey, can I buy you a coffee? I wanted to buy you a coffee today. Okay, something random like that that happened. And I was talking to him and we were having this great discussion and it just made me think that, you know, there are random strangers out there that have tons of value, but you'll never get a chance to talk to them if you don't just offer them, you know, something for free. So that's why, you know, I think it's important for you to set up a funnel, start generating leads. And listen, if you want to learn how to do that, I've got an introduction to podcasts that'll show you how to start and grow a podcast easier than ever. And then you send them to your podcast thing. Your, maybe it's your membership for $47 where you teach people how to start and grow a podcast. And as you grow, they'll grow. And every day you can share some simple story out of your life and you can turn it in, you can find the principle in it and then you can transition it to them, go check out your thing. And every day you're generating leads, you're connecting with them. You're gener to, if you're generating a lead a day that's 30 a month, in 90 days, you would sell 10 to 50 sales of something. For every lead that you get, if you have something to sell, the average out there is 1% to 5% conversion. The cheaper it is, more towards the 5% conversion. The more expensive it is, more towards the 1% conversion. The newer you are, more towards the 1% conversion. The better you are, the more towards the 5% conversion. It's 1% to 5%. 10 to 50 sales for every 1,000 leads. So your goal should be, as I said, downstream from lead generation. Everything is downstream from lead generation. Your goal, no matter what it is, if you want to start a business, if you want to sell things using the internet, no matter what it is, you need to be generating leads and getting signal from them, have them tell you exactly what they want, and then go create it for them and then offer it to them. This is it. Attract, convert, deliver. Attract, convert, deliver. Attract, convert, deliver. That's it. Attract them, social media, run ads, organic or paid. Convert them, get them into a free event, a free workshop, a discussion group. Give the, buy them a cup of coffee, basically. Connect with them. The only way you're going to connect with somebody is if you become relatable to them. You get to where they're at on their level and you share normal things that are going on with you where you had these epiphanies, these light bulb moments. Oh, and then show them how you solved your own problem. And then you can offer them uh, something and, and why not have it be something that's recurring? Why not? That's the whole point of my thing. It's like, make something once. Okay? That's why I called it makeonce.com. I was always like, guys, if you just make a funnel once, and you, you only have to make it once, and then it was like, then when you make money, you only have to make money once. Because once you learn how to do it once, you'll make money for the rest of your life. When you learn that it's just solving problems for people, and you know how to engineer a system that allows you to do that at scale, mm -hmm. you win. Yeah, love it. Well, on the topic of memberships, because you said that this kind of like, you know, lead gen nurture model works you know, just as well for memberships as, you know, booking a call with a high ticket product or a low ticket product. How do you look at me memberships and, and offer creation when it comes to creating a membership to justify the people staying on? Like, I guess, obviously, you know, there's a monthly subscription, but how do you position memberships as uh, attractive as possible where, you know, you get signups and obviously people stay on. 
Yeah, there's five components to a membership where it will have really good retention and people will want it, okay? So the first thing is, is you need some sort of foundations course. This is five to 10 videos that shows somebody how to get from point A to point B, whatever that is on a single topic. Whether it's how to get clients, whether it's how to start a membership program, how to start a podcast, how to start a mowing business, how to start a coffee shop. Just here's how to go from point A to point B in five to 10 videos. Those videos need to be, try to make them less than 20 minutes each, okay? So that it need, so step one, a membership needs to have a foundations course in it. Run a wait list to find out what those things need to be in the foundations course. Let, you know, ask people what they want and give it to them. The second thing that you need to have is you need to have a community. There needs to be a community involved. Okay. Now there's a, I use this software called school, S-K-O-O-L.com. Okay. I'm not promoting them or anything. It's just, it's to me, or, or you can use system.io. They have a community feature too, but it's just not quite as good as the school thing, but you need to have a community. Okay. These people, you imagine, you think your customers think about this. If they all have the same problem and you get them all in a room together talking, they're all going to be friends because they can all relate on some level, which is we all have the same problem we're all trying to solve. So that's the best thing you could ever do is get all of your customers together in a room and let them hang out together. They will find friends because they can relate instantly and they won't go nowhere. And the beautiful part about it is just like an apartment complex, not everybody leaves the same day. And before most people leave, more people come in. So it's a, it's a, and then if they have friends there, they definitely don't leave the apartment complex as fast. If they love the area, if it's great, they'll definitely find a way to stay. Okay. So the next thing you need is you need a library of new resources each month. So each month you create a new workshop that you get people anticipated to come see. And you go deeper on one of the topics that's in your five to 10 steps of your foundations course. Okay. And you're in your, and when you get people that all have the same problem in the same community, every single day, you'll have a million ideas for workshops because you'll hear Sally and Joe talking about this. And then everybody will chime in. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. Ah, I'm going to do a workshop on just how to create a landing page because everybody wants to know that. Hey guys, I've noticed in the community, everybody's talking about landing pages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, well, listen, I'm going to be doing a workshop Okay, I'm going to be doing a special workshop where we're going to go deep dive for about an hour and a half on on landing pages. So if you want to register for that, make sure you do that. Register here. You ask a few questions. The best way to be the best host at the party is ask everybody that's coming to the party what they want to eat and have that at the party. This is the best party ever. Okay, so community, monthly resources. Every month, put a new resource in there. Go deep dive on a topic on a topic within your topic. You have a foundations course, five to ten, okay? And then you do a weekly call. You get on Zoom, a weekly Zoom for 30 minutes to an hour. I do two. I do one every Monday and every Thursday for two hours, okay? And I record it. So every week, I have four hours of new organic in the trenches material that gets dumped into my thing. And I charge a thousand bucks an hour for coaching. They get for $97 a month or, you know, they can buy it by the year. I give them basically $4,000 worth of live coaching every week. What does that do? 
Number one, I learn everything that my people want and I know exactly how to do organic marketing and ads because I know exactly what they're saying. Well, well and, and you're giving the answer as well, right? You're recording. And I give them the up, answer. And then it's content. They get live question Q&A support. And I have new content coming in every single week that all the members that couldn't make it watch. It's the most beautiful, enriching you want to talk about building a brand and connection with your customers, hang out with them every single week on live, answering their questions, giving them what they want. They won't leave. You connect people in the group together. Hey, you know what? You guys here on this Zoom this week, you guys really connect. You guys should get together and help each other. Now they're best friends. They're not leaving the community. It is like glue and mortar for the for You're the so community. right. Because even, even like I'm, I'm in a mastermind right now where like I've paid for six months and I think I'm going to extend. And it's like, I've gone through the program. Yeah. New stuff dropping every month, but it's like, there's people in there that want to connect with the weekly live calls are the biggest, you know, hack ever. It just keeps me, you know, it keeps me in. Yeah. And the fifth thing that's, that you need for it. So, so that no, and you're, you're 2000% correct. So again, foundations course, five to 10 videos to get them from point A to point B. Everybody needs to go through the same thing. So when you get on the calls, you can talk about the same journey. Everybody's on the same journey. Everybody can talk about the same thing. Community. All your customers that have the same problem can hang out together. Three, library of resources. So every month you go deep dive on the topic inside of your topic. Number four, you do a weekly or bi-weekly call. At least, I think you need to do at least one Zoom a week, whether it's 30 minutes, whatever, where they can get on, they can ask questions. People need support. People need their hand help. People need accountability. That's what they really need. Accountability is huge. Everybody knows how to get abs. So they buy a personal trainer to tell them to do sit-ups? No. They buy a personal trainer so the personal trainer's like, hey, where are you at? You're supposed to be here right now. Don't eat that donut on the way in. You get over here. Don't do it. Sit. Listen, sit. Do t- One, two, three. That's why you buy that. That's why they join a membership. They need accountability. They need somebody that they got to check into. And you can be the person and to help them. And then here's the greatest thing of all. You've got a community of people that are paying you a low ticket. 47, 47 is probably the best membership monthly number there is. Okay, Andrew Tate's making like $40 million a year off of a $47 membership. Okay, Love him, hate him. He's doing it. Okay. He's doing it, okay? So, and, and his course isn't that good. They're not coming for the course. They're coming for him because he's built a brand. A brand is not colors and thing. A brand is somebody that you can relate to that is doing something that you want to do. Okay. The coolest thing about a membership is this. At any moment right now, I could go to my membership and say, hey guys, uh, next month, for three days in Miami, I'm going to do a live event. It's 15 grand to attend. Only 10 people can come. Instantly inside of my group, I have $150,000 just waiting for me over a weekend. They love me. I've already helped and proved to them. I'm there for them. There's always the 80-20 principle working at all times. And so whenever I want, I can pop a live event if I want. It doesn't even have to be in person. 
and I can instantly just scoop up big chunks of cash. I'm going to be helping them. But then I can reinvest that into buying outsource help. I can reinvest that into creating a newer, better version of the membership. I can use that to stage a big ad campaign. I can use that to uh, get something better in the business. No matter what it is, I can reinvest it into my people. I could run contests and give them cash prizes to get them to go do it. Because if they go do it, then they go tell people to do it. Just like we've talked about Sam Ovens. Just like we've talked about these people that helped us go do it. So you've got the perfect machine that pays you monthly recurring. You can have these big hits every once in a while that you want. And, I mean, listen, if you get a 1,000 people, if you just had a 1,000 true fans that gave you $47 a month, would your life be better? What if a 1,000 people just gave you $10 a month? Think about this. What if a 1,000 people gave you 50 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month, 100 bucks a month? You give Starbucks 20 bucks a month, they have millions of people doing that. That's why they make millions of dollars a month. You spend money every single day on things that don't matter. Usually it's something that goes in your body and back out, in your body and back out every single day. The average person spends like 5 to $11 a day on junk, pack of smokes, something to drink, energy drink. And that's why I priced mine at $97. It's $3 a day. If I have a thousand people give me $3 a day, I'm okay. My life is okay. Nice, man. Well, I, I need to go and fucking build a membership right now. I, I, I was going to launch a lower ticket. So I, I'm going to figure out using these five steps, how to kind of put it into um, a subscription. Cause it, it's also great. You, if, if you're getting that recurring revenue, if you want to, you can, it's easier to reinvest money back into helping these people through coaches, accountability people, you know, everything. So it, it makes total sense. We've got a guy crushing app agency now. who's just destroying. I'll, I'll actually show you his funnel uh, after this. You may like it. He's a jujitsu guy. So he's crushing it like in Australia. And it's like he, he's built the sickest, you, you know, sickest. He, he's making like crazy revenue um, just from ads. And he doesn't need to do anything. You know, he, I don't even think he does weekly live calls. He's in the community chatting. He's always giving you feedback. Like he's giving a ton of, a ton of value. But you know, he can focus on his training. He can focus on his jujitsu. Obviously, he doesn't need to work around it now because he's just you know a few you know one hour a day, if that, giving value. And the people love it. They're going crazy. They're connecting and training. So, so think about it. You could do a low ticket product for forty seven dollars, or you could start a membership program. They can cancel any time, but it's forty seven bucks still. But now they get a community of friends. They get. Week, they get weekly advice and tips and accountability. They get a new training each month. And then you know what? You learn everything you ever need to know to create the best emails, the best marketing, the best ads, the best offers. And then when you go to do an offer, you can make the three bonuses that they get for grabbing your offer. Take the three biggest things that they have objections about and turn those into bonuses. If they're like, well, I don't know how to get members into the program. Hey, when you join uh, Build Lab today, uh, one of the free bonuses you get, it's a $497 value. It is the fast track to your first 10 members. It's a bonus training because that's something that they have trouble with. So I take that and I turn that into a bonus. Whatever their objections are, those become the three free gifts you get when you sign up today. And you're going to provide them so much more value. They're going to stick in there. And look, it's, 
I mean, they say it's a 5% attrition each month. It definitely is not that for me. And so many people that are in our group that are doing it, the, people stay. It's real easy to make, it's real easy to be pleasing to somebody if you know what they want. If I know what you want, I can make you happy. Yeah, no, no, totally. Well, man, this has been amazing. We went over uh, by a while, but yeah, I want to uh, get as much time with you as possible. This has been amazing. Well, well, first of all, we'll have to do it again, man, because I think we've covered so much, but like, you know, we can go deep on some stuff for sure. Two things, we'll do the kind of the final send off, but in terms of those kind of like aha epiphany moments, maybe you could kind of share with the audience what you have found that kind of aha epiphany kind of like advice or, or transformation that people need to hear if they're in the process or on the fence about creating their online course or really, really pushing it and kind of making it real. What would you, you know, what would you say to them if you had kind of one nugget? Yeah, the big major thing is everything's downstream from lead generation. You want to get signals from your audience before you're going to make sales. You got to get signals before sales. And then instead of trying to be in the spotlight, that's what a lot of people think about with content. You need to be the spotlight. And what that means is go help people have the aha moment. Like you're asking me to give you an aha moment. Think about what you're asking me. So, so every day you can, and, and if listen, you can use chat GPT. You can say, listen, here's what happened in my life today. Can you tell me what the principle is here? <laughs> It'll tell you. And then you can say, how can I turn this into an aha moment for my, my audience? So that when I share this on social media, they have an aha moment that they should get into gardening that they have an aha moment that they should start a, a, a bike club. They have an aha moment that they should become a chef. They have an aha moment that they should start a membership program or sell courses. What are 10 different aha moments that I could give my audience? And then instead of being in the light, you're giving them the light. You're giving them the light bulb moment. Yeah, on that, because like I wanted to go deeper. Maybe I'm, I'm just a dummy and I don't get it fully, but I just want to make sure I do. What is the difference between, you know, a, like a tactic or a tip versus what you're talking about, where it's like, you know, transformational, you know, show them the light epiphany, aha. No, this is good. So here, here's the difference. So a tactic would be like, when you make money, take 10% of your money and stick it over here in this account. And then that account, you can take that money and put it over here. That's tactics and how to. Here's step one. Step two, step three. Okay, that's cool. But if somebody doesn't believe in saving money or if somebody doesn't believe in the money thing, they're never going to do the tactic. They have to first believe in it. So here's how you do this. It's like you see this. This is not a piggy bank. <laughs> but you see this piggy bank? It teaches you to save money. But the problem is saving money is basically something that people do that are poor. People that actually save money end up being poor. What you need to do is you need to figure out a way, how can I get this money to not just set in this piggy bank, but what if this money was out there making more money for me instead of setting in here? This money was like little soldiers that ran around and made money for me. So think about that. What if this money, you put it into things that would go make more and more money? Well, in order to do that, you've got to have a certain amount of money that you can send out there into the world to do that. Okay? So, I have this thing. It's called the 90-10 the rule. You take 10% of what you make. Okay? That is the difference of giving somebody the aha moment. You tell a story 
that illustrates the principle behind using money to make money. Most people will go out there and be like, I've got to teach them how to do this. They'll like that. That's the content they want. And people like how to, but they don't end up buying from you. Okay. There's emotion involved in it, definitely, right? Where it's like kind of, you know, like storytelling, like a transformation, kind of like like an identity belief shift going on there. And it also seems like you're speaking to maybe a different audience who's like a little bit less advanced where it's, it's, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but it's like, yeah, like, like less tactical, less what people want. And you're more thinking about the emotional transformation where you want people going from believing A to believing B. And then maybe like a tip or a trick or a lesson is just kind of, you know. Just know this. If somebody doesn't believe it is true, they will not do it. No matter how good the tactic is, no matter how good the step-by-step is, if they do not believe, if you cannot get them to, first of all, believe that, that using money to make money is, is, you could tell them the best tricks and tactics in the world and they're not going to buy anything from you because they don't believe that that is the way. So you, it, it's not about them being intermediate or advanced or any of those things. It is stories help you open up your brain and then you can share a principle that makes the point of what you're about to give them the steps to. So you got to hook them in or they're not listening. You got to share what happened to you so that they can just discover the aha moment. Oh, yeah. No, that makes complete sense. I can see that. Then you can transition and say, and that's the point of the story. Now, what are you going to do with it? Well, that's why I'm doing a workshop this weekend. It's a free workshop. Introduction to da 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 So, but here, I'll tell you this, I'll, just so people have this, okay? I have this setting on my desk all the time. Look, I have it clipped here, so I don't forget. It's like clipped on my, I have a little magnet that it clips to. And I have this setting in front of me all the time, this little thing right here. Okay, I'll see if I can get it to zoom in. Okay, but here's the steps. I always think about this because when I'm creating emails or I'm doing anything or I'm talking on social media or I'm talking on a podcast or whatever, I'm always playing this cycle. It's hook. So that's the first thing. What's the hook? The next thing, what happened? So hook, what happened? And then what's the principle? What's the moral of the story? Because you're, you're hooking them. How my dog biting my son made me $30,000. That's the hook. Well, what happened? You tell that story. Well, what's your point? So hook, what happened? What's the point? What's the moral of the story? What is the principle? And then you can stop right there. And people will love you. But if you want to sell something, you have a transition and then a call to action. Okay, so hook, what happened, principle, transition, call to action. Just when you send out an email, when you do a, a piece of content, you're not trying, when you're doing content, you're not trying to teach people stuff. They have to pay for that. You're doing the what, not, it's like, here's what we did, not how to do it. You got to pay for that. So when you're doing content, if you want people to come in, 
You just need to have a handful of stories that have the principle or the point that you're trying to make. What's the point of membership groups? Recurring revenue. What are some stories you have for that? Because until they believe recurring revenue is real, they're never signing up. So hook what happened, principle, and then transition, call to action. And the transition is always something like, so how do you take this idea and how do you put it into play? Well, that's exactly why we've started this discussion group called Podcasts for Everyone. And all we talk about is podcasting and how to make more money in podcasting than you would at your normal job. I've actually got a free workshop that we're doing. You can come join, answer a few questions so the workshop is perfect for you and you actually get the answer. I'll see you over there. Click here. Go here. That you, you, Just get in that habit. Hook, what happened? Principle, transition, call to action. And, and that's how people are going to connect with you. Yeah. That's yeah. how they're going to know, like, and trust you. And then finally buy your idea. Totally. Love it. Well, speaking of knowing, liking, and trust you, I'm sure everybody knows, likes, and trusts you by now. And if they want to buy things from you or you know connect with you further, learn more about course creation, memberships, everything, funnels, and ads, and marketing, where can people find you? Where should people go? Just go to makeonce.com. That's it. You can go there, and then I go live on TikTok all the time. Nice. The best thing you can do in a business is hang out with your customers. That's why I like to go live. They'll tell you everything that you need to know for free. Last question. It, like if I was to go live for my like current offering at the agency, would would I be doing anything on the live? Would there be a topic every day specifically? Because like I I am super busy and like it could be a stupid idea, but I was thinking around potentially doing like a because like I write VSLs pretty much every day, man. Like I'm either writing VSLs mm-hmm. or like r- writing ads, and it's like it's very kind of deep. I was even thinking of doing a thing where it's like live stream daily VSL workshop and I, I'm writing a VSL and if someone's there, I can explain what I'm doing and ask some questions. It may sound like a stupid idea, but I'm curious how you would think. What I do when I go live, the way I think about it is this. I have what, what it is that I do, the membership thing, right? Teaching people how to create, launch, and scale a membership program, okay? I have my foundations program. Your foundations program, what you do to help people solve the problem, the thing that you do to get them across the gap, everything that you ever do is inside of that thing. Porsche only talks about their cars. What else would they talk about? All your, your product is everything that you ever talk about or create. That's the only reason you exist with your business is because you solve a problem with this particular thing. So every day when I go live, I just say, I'll just pull a topic out of it. I just pull a single topic out of it. That's what I'm going to talk about on my live today for about an hour. And then I do hook, what happened. Here's the principle behind it. Show a little bit of what it looks like. Transition, call to action. And then I'm done. Every day, you just do that. And you you build up those seven to ten hours real quick with people. To become an acquaintance with somebody, it's like seven hours, right? Before they consider. So this happens so fast this way. Okay, got it. I need to go and re- like rewatch this two or three times with some notes because I feel like you've dropped 20, 30 things, knowledge bombs that I, I need to do. Um, and you know, I want to action them. And I'm sure that the the audience uh, is exactly the same. So makeonce.com. Mike, thanks so much for coming on, man. This was a blast. We went way over, but I, I enjoyed every second of it, man. And I really appreciate you giving away so much No, value. you are amazing. Uh, you're an amazing podcaster and host at this. And I've just enjoyed this. You're, you're just, you've got a great... 
you're very easy to talk with and, and I, and I love the questions you have. So uh, man, I'm honored and I appreciate it. All right, man. Well, uh, let's do it again for sure. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening.